Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast. Spring break is finally here. It's all about getting out of town and uh, forget about all that family togetherness stuff, but it's about getting out of town and enjoying some time off, or as been the case for me in recent years, catching up on much needed sleep. I mean, think about it. As a kid, you had entirely, entirely amazing amazing you had so much energy as an adult you get up you get you get up you get dressed you go to work and then you go to bed <laughs> but anyway hopefully your spring break is going very well and while we are off for this spring break to uh, you know just enjoy time off spend time with the wife and whatnot uh, this week we are looking into our archives on the update the past three years we've done on radio and also from the coronavirus crisis from the very beginning. So I might just sound a little bit different just with really better microphone quality. But until after the spring break, uh, enjoy these, this episode of the update, uh, rebroadcast of the update. And in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck. Be safe. And please be well. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon on The Update this Wednesday. The trial is about to begin in Manhattan Federal Court. His opening statements and the first witness testimony is expected to begin. As Harvey Weinstein arrived to court today to face the biggest trial of the hashtag MeToo era. We'll have the latest details. The university at Albany is trying to protect the student body. They're joining a number of college campuses across the country and becoming tobacco free. After Carlos Beltran didn't manage a single game for the New York Mets, they're trying again with another manager. GM Brody Van Wagenen says the Mets are finalizing a multi-year agreement with quality control coach Luis Rojas to make him the team's new manager. In Washington, the impeachment trial is about to begin as the Senate is poised to hear opening arguments. As Democratic House managers are set to make their case, that Trump abused power and should be removed from office. And this year's Super Bowl, you possibly might be praying for overtime. Buffalo Wild Wings is promising customers free chicken wings as Super Bowl 54 between the Chiefs and the 49ers goes into overtime. It's so great to be back. This is the update on the opening arguments of the impeachment trial, Wednesday, January the 22nd. 2020. You're listening to 90.3 WKRB, Brooklyn's best rhythmic station. And now, Brandon Julian with an hour of news and information and your exclusive WKRB forecast. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB and WKRB.org. Everything you need to know because anything can happen in New York City. And a very pleasant Wednesday afternoon to you uh, on this Wednesday. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. It is so great to be back. I've been recovering from, recovering from illness uh, for a long time. 
The weather's been topsy-turvy. That's the kindest way I'll say it. I'll go into some more detail uh, a little later on in the broadcast. We still have a lot of news to get to this afternoon, however. We're going to begin this afternoon in Manhattan Federal Court because Harvey Weinstein arrived at court this morning to face the biggest trial of the hashtag MeToo era. Opening statements in the first witness testimony were expected today in Harvey Weinstein's New York City rape trial. The once celebrated pulp fiction producer now faces the possibility of life in prison if he is convicted. Although dozens of women have accused Weinstein of misconduct, this New York trial involves just a pair of allegations. Prosecutors say that he raped a woman in a Manhattan hotel room back in 2013 and sexually assaulted a different woman in 2006. Weinstein's lawyers, however, say that any encounters were consensual. They point to emails they say show that Weinstein and some of his accusers were in consenting relationships. Let's stick with those emails for a moment because Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein's lawyers, they want to use those intimate emails from his accusers to try to convince jurors in his rape trial that any contact was consensual. Uh, Lawyers said yesterday as an appeals court rejected their 11th hour effort to get the trial moved out of town. Of course, uh, defense lawyer Danin Damon Sharonis says that there are, quote, dozens and dozens and dozens of loving emails to Mr. Weinstein that his defense wants to use to discredit the witnesses. WKRB News Time is now 2.02. On to some of the other news of this Wednesday. And in the same Manhattan federal courtroom, or at least a different part of it, two women that have accused a Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. of sexual misconduct will now be allowed to testify at his trial on charges that he groped three other women in Manhattan bars in 2018 and last year. An April 21st trial date was set today for the Oscar-winning star of Jerry Maguire. He previously pleaded not guilty to an updated indictment that covers the three accusations, I should say, of groping. Uh, Gutting has denied all of the charges. His defense lawyers also called these allegations incredulous and assailed the prosecution as a waste of taxpayer dollars. Gutting and his attorneys left today's proceeding without commenting. In the Democratic race for 2020, while the impeachment trial begins in Washington, Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard has now filed a defamation lawsuit against Hillary Clinton over an interview in which Clinton appeared to call Gabbard, quote, the favorite of the Russians. Gabbard said in her lawsuit that was filed in Manhattan Federal Court, that Clinton's comments in a podcast last year were based on either her own imagination or, quote, extremely dubious conspiracy theories. The lawsuit charges also that Clinton, quote, reserved a special hatred and animosity for Tulsi 
because Gabbard endorsed Senator Bernie Sanders over Clinton in the 2016 Democratic presidential primary campaign and never endorsed Clinton. Uh, Clinton spokesman Nick Merrill says that the lawsuit is, quote, ridiculous. WKRB News Time is now 2.04. Also on the Democratic race to 2020, uh, presidential candidate Michael Bloomberg is now launching a new impeachment-focused TV ad calling on the Senate to remove President Trump from office. Uh, The ad will run in 27 states, including several with vulnerable Republican senators and a handful of them that vote on March 3rd also known as Super Tuesday. Bloomberg, of course, is skipping over the early voting states and focusing his efforts on a strong showing in the delegate-rich states that come next. He's already spent more than $200 million of his own money on his own campaign by hiring staff and running TV ads in several dozen states. Meanwhile, this afternoon, there's a lawyer for Mexico's former top security official, and he says that he has no interest in negotiating a plea deal on charges that he took tens of millions of dollars in drug money bribes to protect the notorious Sinaloa cartel. The defense attorney for Gennaro Garcia Luna Luna, told the reporters yesterday that he adamantly denies the charges and looks forward to going to trial. He said also that Garcia remains in good spirits. The remarks followed a hearing in Brooklyn Federal Court. Mexico, of course, just recently restricted Garcia Luna's access to the country's financial system. His attorney says that that could complicate efforts to fund his defense. WKRB News Time is now 2.06. To the state capitol in Albany we go this afternoon. With the vaping crisis uh, continuing but seemingly taking a low profile across the country, the university at Albany is now joining a number of college campuses across the country and becoming tobacco-free. The university announced that it will begin prohibiting the use of any smoking, smoking and vaping products on campus beginning today. University President Havidon Rodriguez signed the policy in November of 2018, <clears throat> excuse me, with plans to implement it in January of last year, but it was postponed. The policy states that students will not be allowed to use any kind of tobacco product on campus property including dorms, classrooms, and outdoor common areas. The use of tobacco products in students' personal vehicles on campus property will also be prohibited. The new policy goes into effect today. Also in the state capitol, uh, Governor Cuomo now has unveiled a $178 billion state budget proposal yesterday. It includes a plan to create a team that's tasked with reining in the spending on Medicaid. The Medicaid redesign team will be asked to find ways to trim two and a half billion dollars in spending from the program. 
The Medicaid proposal was part of an overall spending plan that would increase state spending by almost 2%. In his budget proposal, Cuomo also outlined a five-year plan that would spend $33 billion fighting climate change or preserving the environment. He says his budget would increase spending on infrastructure by $25 billion to record levels. WKRB News Time is now 2.08. And finally this afternoon, across the river in Trenton, New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy's office now says that his state has become the first to guarantee severance pay for mass layoffs. The Democrats side legislation yesterday that requires companies with 100 or more full-time employees to pay them a week's pay for each year of service during a mass layoff, plant closing, or transfer that results in more than 50 or more workers losing their jobs. The law also increases the minimum number of days notice from 60 to 90 for such events. Of course, this legislation was motivated by last year's closing of Toys R Us, which caused 2,000 employees their jobs in New Jersey. WKRB News Time now 209. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Wednesday. It's, It's cold out there, but it's a tolerable type of cold. Not like the last couple of days where you had to bundle up everything. We have some midday planned work and a couple of service changes. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this afternoon, including how the Mets are trying again with this whole new manager thing after Carlos Beltran was forced to step down after not managing a single game after being implicated in the Astros' cheating scandal. Well, it's all coming up in just two minutes from now. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday afternoon. It's another hump day in the month of January, and it's also the opening day for arguments in the impeachment trial of President Trump in Washington. We'll talk about that in our U.S. update. All that here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) 
It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News Time now 213. Let's get you started with a check of your local subways this afternoon. <clears throat> your northbound uh, 6 Express trains are running on the local track between 3rd Avenue, 138th Street, and Parkchester while they remove a train with a mechanical problem from service at Parkchester. So expect delays right now in your northbound six local and six express trains. Also, flooding protection on your end trains continue through the spring of uh, 2020. The last stop is 86th Street. Uh, for service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue 62nd Street. Also, your Grand Central Shuttle accessibility work continues until 2022. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, your 1, 2, 4, 5, 7, F, M, J, L trains and your Staten Island Railway, they have midday planned work until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. Check local check posters in stations or visit mta.info. But other than that, all the other subways are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules there in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. You've been outside the last couple of days. You know that uh, probably the coldest air this season has been gripped uh, across the across the city, and uh, we're going to start warming things up again to above normal temperatures. I think that's how I got sick in the first place, just jumping, you know, just jumping between hot and cold temperatures, hot and cold, hot and cold. We are expecting some rain, but uh, that's not until uh, Saturday, and it's not going to be snow, not at least not the entire time. For the rest of this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies. Highs will be around 38. And then tonight, with the mostly clear skies, our lows will be around 31. Currently outside right now, it is 36 degrees and sunny. Uh, humidity is at 40%. Our winds are south at only 2 miles per hour. 36 degrees, we're going up to 38 this afternoon with those sunny skies. 
WKRB News Time is now 2.16. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. If you're a New York Met fan, uh, you are probably very saddened or embarrassed or whatever type of emotions you probably felt. Uh, when Carlos Beltran stepped down as the manager of the Mets not too long ago, even though he did not manage a single game, he didn't even get a chance to manage a single spring training game because he was uh, implicated by uh, Rob Manfred in the Astros' cheating scandal. Uh, he's now He was the third manager to lose his job following uh, the Astros' A.J. Hinch. Uh, the Red Sox's Alex Cora, Beltron, and the GM of the Astros, Jeff Lunau. Well, now uh, they're trying. The Mets are trying again with this whole new manager thing. Uh, GM Brody Van Wagenen says the Mets are now finalizing a multi-year agreement with quality control coach Luis Rojas to make him the team's new manager. Rojas, of course, will replace Beltran, who left the team last week before managing a single game in the fallout of the Astros' sign-stealing scandal. The 38-year-old Rojas is the son of former Montreal Expos and San Francisco Giants manager Felipe, Felipe Alou and the brother of former big leaguer Moises Alou. Uh, the former minor league manager had been with the organization since 2007, but he had never managed, excuse me, never coached in the majors before joining fired skipper Mickey Calloway's staff last season. Yesterday, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame, their nominations came in, and Derek Jeter and Larry Walker will be giving speeches in Cooperstown this summer. Jeter was a near-unanimous selection for induction into the Hall. The former Yankees shortstop and longtime team captain appeared on all but one of the 397 ballots cast by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Ex-teammate Mariano Rivera still is the Halls' only unanimous first ballot selection. Walker will join Jeter on the induction stage after being elected in his 10th year on the ballot. Walker was named on 76.57% of the ballots, just above the required 75%. And finally this afternoon, let's go over to Milwaukee, where the Brewers' home ballpark will have a new name next year after a 20-year deal with Miller comes to an end. American Family Insurance says that Miller Miller Park will become American Family Field next January 1st. A new logo and other branding elements will be revealed later this year. Note the terms of the agreement, so no terms of the new agreement, I should say, were announced. The deal with Miller was worth $40 million. In terms of today's action, Knicks are at home to take on the Lakers tonight at 7.30. WKRB News Time now to 19. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you about falling iguanas in Florida. And how a judge has refused to turn over a part of a lewdness law. We'll also tell you about what happened on this day in history and uh, what happened to me for the last couple, for the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's all coming up in just one minute. 
This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday afternoon. It's another hump day in the month of January and the opening day in Washington of the opening arguments for impeachment. We'll talk about that in our U.S. update a little later on here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Paging common sense, paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back uh, to the update, Brandon Julian. Wednesday afternoon uh, here on 90.3 WKRB. Also streaming online on WKRB.org. Uh, I don't think I have to tell you people how good it feels to be back. I mean, my voice is still not 100, 100% there, but, you know, it's there enough, you know, where I can come in and start doing do shows without hacking up a lung. Oh, you should have heard. Oh, you should have heard me last. Not last week. Probably the week before. It was just awful. Trying to cough. Trying to cough up chest congestion. If you know the weather around the start of the new year, it was just you know it flipped between hot and cold, hot and cold. It's amazing. It's amazing how I wasn't. I wasn't more. I wasn't worse off. Um, <clears throat> I kept telling my. I kept telling my. Uh, uh, my partner who kept trying to who tried who came to see me every day. I don't get sick all that often, but when I do get sick, it's literally like a punch to the face. <laughs> and it takes a while for me to recover from that. But uh, uh, mostly better, mostly better now. Uh, it's good to be back, and I couldn't you really couldn't pick a better time to come back. Uh, with the impeachment, uh, with the opening statements in the impeachment trial beginning in Washington, uh, they set the rules and the procedures yesterday. The opening statements are happening right now as we speak. We'll talk about it a little bit in our U.S. update coming up in the next half hour, along with another check of your exclusive uh, WKRB forecast when our next chance of rain and or snow might be. Our WKRB news time right now is 224. Uh, it is time to talk about the weirdo but true stories we have this Wednesday. 
We are going to begin in uh, Florida, not Florida, Florida. Uh, We all know that the National Weather Service, uh, they routinely warn people about uh, falling rain, snow, and hail. But apparently, temperatures are dropping so low in South Florida that the forecasters are warning residents about falling iguanas. The National Weather Service in Miami posted yesterday on its official Twitter account that residents shouldn't be surprised if they see iguanas falling from trees as lows dipped into the 30s and 40s. The low temperatures uh, stun the invasive reptiles, but the iguanas, the good news here, they won't necessarily die. Uh, That means that many of them will wake up as the temperatures rise today. Uh, Iguanas, by the way, aren't dangerous or aggressive to humans, but they damage uh, seawalls, sidewalks, landscape foliage, and can dig lengthy tunnels. At least the good news is that those iguanas will be okay, mostly in the long run. Finally this afternoon, let's go out west to Utah. Uh, there's a judge there that has refused to overturn part of Utah's lewdness law in a criminal case against a woman who was topless at home. The Salt Lake Tribune reports that the female judge sided yesterday with prosecutors who argued that lewdness is commonly understood to include women's breasts in American society. She also rejected arguments that the law is unconstitutional because it treats men and women differently. The decision comes, of course, as a movement advocating for the rights of women to go topless has seen mixed results uh, fighting similar rules nationwide. Uh, While a Colorado law was overturned, the U.S. Supreme Court has upheld topless convictions in New Hampshire. So they still have, so they still have, uh, still have a long way to go in that department before every state in the union can get to that. Anyway, uh, WKRB news time now two twenty six. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this January the twenty second. The highlight of his day came in nineteen ninety eight when Theodore Kaczynski pleaded guilty in Sacramento, California to being the Unabomber responsible for three deaths and 29 injuries in return for a sentence of life in prison without parole. In 1498, during his third voyage to the Western Hemisphere, Christopher Columbus arrived at the present-day Caribbean island of St. Vincent. In 1901, Britain's Queen Victoria died at age 81 after a reign of 63 years. Uh, She was succeeded by her eldest son, Edward VII. In 1944, during World War II, Allied forces began landing at at Anzio in Italy. In 1953, the Arthur Miller drama, The Crubicle, set during the Salem Witch Trials, opened on Broadway. In 1970, the first regularly scheduled commercial flight of the Boeing 747 began in New York and ended in London some six and a half hours later. In 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court, in its Roe v. Wade decision, 
legalized abortions uh, using a trimester approach. Also, former President Lyndon B. Johnson died at his Texas ranch at the age of 64. In 1987, Pennsylvania Treasurer R. Bud Dwyer, convicted of defrauding the state, proclaimed his innocence at a news conference before pulling out a gun, placing the barrel in his mouth, and shooting himself to death in front of horrified onlookers. In 1994, actor Telly Savalas died in Universal City, California, a day after turning 72. In 1995, Rhodes Fitzgerald Kennedy died at the Kennedy Compound in Hyannisport, Massachusetts, at the age of 104. In 1997, the Senate confirmed Madeleine Albright as the nation's first female Secretary of State. In 2007, a double car bombing at a predominantly Shiite commercial area in Baghdad killed 88 people. Also, Iran announced it had barred 38 nuclear inspectors on a United Nations list from entering the country in apparent retaliation for U.N. sanctions that were imposed the previous month. And in 2009, President Obama signed an executive order to close the Guantanamo Bay prison camp within a year. Uh, The facility, though, had remained in operation as lawmakers blocked efforts to transfer terror suspects to the United States. Also, President Trump later issued an order to keep the jail open and allow the Pentagon to bring new prisoners there. WKRB News Time is now 2.30. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this afternoon. When we come back, we'll give you a recap of our top story Opening statements and the first witness testimony is expected to begin today as Harvey Weinstein arrived in Manhattan Federal Court to face the biggest trial of the hashtag MeToo era. We'll have the latest details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we'll talk national news. It's the opening day of arguments of the impeachment. Uh, The Senate is poised to hear these opening arguments as Democratic House managers are set to make their case that Trump abused power and should be removed from office. They're actually speaking right now as we speak. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, this year you might be praying for overtime in the Super Bowl. Buffalo Wild Wings is promising customers free chicken wings as Super Bowl 54 between the Chiefs And the 49ers goes into overtime. That's all coming up in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday afternoon. Another hump day in the month of January here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. What's up, gang? Are you a super WWE fan and you would like to learn more facts about Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown highlights? Then join me on my new radio show, In the Ring, with me, DJ Vinny, where I talk about some of the best and worst highlights of world wrestling entertainment. From wrestlers who made their wrestling debuts to becoming WWE Hall of Famers, and we will also talk about WWF before WWE. 
It all happens on Tuesday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 90.3 WKRB. Let's get ready to rumble! Non-stop party, non-stop party is right here. Right here. Right here. 90.3 WKRB. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Wednesday afternoon. Another hump day in the month of January, about 36 degrees. We'll have sunny skies later on for the duration of the day. I'm Brandy Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon. And that that the trial of Harvey Weinstein has officially begun. Opening statements in the first witness testimony were expected to begin today. As he, Harvey Weinstein arrived in Manhattan Federal Court to face the biggest trial of the hashtag MeToo era. The once celebrated pulp fiction producer now faces the possibility of life in prison if he's convicted. Although dozens of women have accused Weinstein of misconduct, this New York trial involves just a pair of allegations. Prosecutors say that he raped a woman in a Manhattan hotel room back in 2013 and sexually assaulted a different woman in 2006. Uh, Weinstein's lawyers, however, say any encounters were consensual. They also point to emails that they say show that Weinstein and some of his accusers were in consenting relate were in consenting relationships. And Weinstein's lawyers wanted to use these intimate emails from his accusers to convince the jurors that any contact was consensual. This came after an 11th hour effort yesterday to try to get the trial to move out of town. As our top story on the update this Wednesday, let's get you around the city as the PM rush is about to dawn upon us. WKRB News Time is now 235. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. Your 1, 2, 4, 5, 7, F, M, J, L trains, and the Staten Island Railway. They all have midday planned work until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon, please check posters in stations. Use the MyMTA app or check MTA.info for more specific information. Your end train still a flooding protection work through the spring of 2020. The last stop is 86th Street. Uh, for service to and from Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. 
A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train. Or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. After the cold, and I mean the bitter cold of the last couple of days, possibly the coldest air of the season, uh, temperatures are going to be get milder, above normal. This has really been an above normal month so far, minus the last couple of days. Worth noting, the highest, the warmest January ever was, I believe, back in 1936. It was the average temperature for January then was around 43 degrees. We're averaging around 39 degrees so far for the month, which is interesting because the normal mean temperature is around 32 or so. We were a degree or at least 1.1 degree shy of um, of normal uh, last year. But hey, mild temperatures are mild temperatures. We'll take them any way we can. For the rest of this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies. Our highs will be around 38. Tonight, we'll have mostly clear skies. Our lows will be around 31. Tomorrow for your Thursday, we'll have mostly sunny skies. Highs will be around 44. Thursday night, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Lows around 33. Friday, we'll have partly sunny skies. Our highs will be around 46. Friday night, we'll have mostly cloudy skies. Our lows will be around 35. Clouds will build in in the overnight. And then for Saturday, we'll have rain and some snow likely before 9 in the morning, then transitioning to just plain rain the rest of the day. Our highs will be around 44 degrees. Uh, currently outside right now, it is 36 degrees and sunny. Humidity is at 40%. Our winds are south at 2 miles per hour. 36 degrees. We are going up to 38 this afternoon and will fall to 31 this evening with those mostly clear skies. WKRB News Time is now 238. Uh, let's talk some business news on this Wednesday. Stocks were rising in midday trading today as health authorities around the world are taking steps to monitor and contain a deadly virus that could spread globally. China and other countries are ramping up screenings for fever on aircrafts and at airports. The international measures have helped reassure Wall Street following yesterday's decline. Technology stocks led the gains, and IBM was a standout following a solid earnings report. Take a look at the numbers right now. About an hour 20 left to the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 40 points at record territory, 29,236. The S&P 500 is currently up 8 points, and the NASDAQ is up 42 points. 
And have you heard of Express? Uh, it's a staple in malls across the U.S. Well, they're going to close about 100 of their stores as part of a restructuring plan as the chain is grappling with drastic changes in where people are spending their shopping dollars. The retailer that caters to younger shoppers said earlier this month that it was laying off excuse me, it was laying off 10% of the staff at its Columbus, Ohio headquarters and its New York City design studio. Express said today that it can cut its costs by $80 million partially through the store closures, nine of which took place last year. It plans to close another 31 stores this year and 35 more by the end of next year. WKRB News Time is now 2.40. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk national news. And in Washington right now, the opening arguments in the impeachment of President Trump are beginning. <clears throat> uh, Democratic House managers are trying to make their case that Trump abused power and should be removed from office. We lead off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Wednesday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update with Brandy Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 2.43. It is time to talk some national news on this Wednesday. And we're going to begin this afternoon in Washington, where the impeachment trial of President Trump is now officially underway. The Senate is now poised, was hearing the opening arguments in the impeachment trial. Democratic House managers are trying to make their case that Trump abused his power and should be removed from office. Trump himself said today that he wants his top aides to testify, but he also qualified that by suggesting that national security concerns will keep that from happening. 
Republicans for now have blocked Democratic motions to immediately call witnesses and subpoena documents. Uh, Yesterday, the Senate stayed up until 2 in the morning to approve the rules for Trump's trial on the two articles of impeachment. In other news this afternoon, uh, the District of Columbia is now suing President Trump's inaugural committee and two other companies that control the Trump International Hotel in the nation's capital. A lawsuit announced today by the city's attorney general accuses them of abusing nonprofit funds to benefit Trump's family. According to the Attorney General's office, the inaugural committee coordinated with the Trump family to, quote, grossly overpay for event space in the hotel. The committee has maintained that its finances were independently audited and that all money was spent in accordance with the law. The committee raised an unprecedented $107 million to host events celebrating Trump's inauguration in January of 2017, but its spending has drawn mounting scrutiny. WKRB News Time is now 2.45. There's also a watchdog group that has now filed a complaint with the Federal Election Commission, alleging that Our Revolution, a political nonprofit founded by Bernie Sanders, violated campaign finance law. Common, uh, excuse me, Common Cause, a watchdog group, is arguing that Our Revolution violated a provision by accepting donations in excess of federal limits while engaging in electoral activity. Today's complaint comes after the Associated Press reported earlier this month that our revolution appears appeared to be skirting the law. Our revolution denies has denied any wrongdoing and Sanders' campaign couldn't immediately be reached for a comment. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 246. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. WKRB News Time is now 2.47. Back in Washington this afternoon, the Attorney General, uh, William Barr, is now named 18 law enforcement officials to a presidential commission that will study ways to reduce crime and increase respect for the law. 
The last Presidential Law Enforcement Commission was established in 1965, and one of its recommendations led to the creation of the National Emergency Number 911. The new commission's members include senior law, federal law enforcement officials, including the FBI's deputy director and the acting director of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. <clears throat> Excuse me. As well as police chiefs, sheriffs, prosecutors, and rank and file officers from around the country. In other news this afternoon, in Greenbelt in Maryland, there's a federal judge there that has ruled that a former Canadian Armed Forces reservist who is linked to a violent white supremacist group will now remain in custody. U.S. Magistrate Judge Timothy Sullivan said today that Patrick Matthews is, quote, a very dangerous person who, quote, espouses very dangerous beliefs. Sullivan ordered Matthews detained pending a January 30th preliminary hearing. Matthews and two other men were arrested last Thursday on federal felony charges in Maryland and Delaware. Authorities said they were believed to be headed to a pro-gun rally in Virginia's capital. Monday's event in Richmond had ended peacefully. WKRB News Time is now 2.49. And finally this afternoon in Chicago, uh, prosecutors there are now expected to tell the judge which of the sex charges against R&B singer R. Kelly they want to take to trial first. Kelly's attorney, Steve Greenberg, says the singer who remains in jail will not attend the hearing today. He expects the prosecutors to tell the judge which of the four Cook County indictments, one for each of the four women who have accused him of sexual abuse, they intend to take to trial first. That initial trial is tentatively, is tentatively set to begin in September. Kelly also faces separate federal charges in New York and Illinois and also state charges in Minnesota. We will tell you about the celebrity birthdays for this day when the update with Brandon Chillian for a Wednesday afternoon returns in just 60 seconds. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. From New York, where kids eat for free, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. 
This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Actress Piper Laurie is 88 years old. Celebrity chef Graham Kerr from the Galloping Gourmet is 86. Author Joseph Wambach is 83. Singer Steve Perry is 71. Country singer and musician Teddy Gentry from Alabama is 68. Movie director Jim Jarmusch is 67. Actor John Wesley Shipp is 65. Hockey Hall of Famer Mike Bossy is 63. Actress Linda Blair is 61. Actress Diane Lane is 55. So is actor and rap DJ Jazzy Jeff. And so is country singer Regina Nix from Regina Regina. Celebrity chef Guy Fieri is 52. Actress Olivia Diabo is 51. Actress Katie Finneran is 49. Actor Gabriel Macht is 48. Actor Baltazar Getty is 45. Actor Christopher Kennedy Masterson is 40. And so is jazz singer Liz Wright. Pop singer Willa Ford is 39. So is actress Beverly Mitchell. And so is rock singer and musician Ben Moody. Actor Kevin Sheridan is 38. Actress and singer Phoebe Stroll is 37. The rapper Logic is 30, and so is tennis player Elise Cornette. And actress Sammy Gale is 24. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this January the 22nd. In this year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, you may be praying for overtime if you're a wing fan. You see, Buffalo Wild Wings is promising customers free chicken wings if Super Bowl 54 between the, excuse me, between the Chiefs and the 49ers goes into overtime. We have some honorable mentions uh, to tell you about uh, when the update with Brianna Julian returns in just 60 seconds. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When hurricane winds are gusting? When floodwaters reach your door? Or a blizzard blocks all the roads? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. Brad and Julian from New York, the real mall of America. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time now 255. Just enough time left this afternoon for a couple of your honorable mentions. If you like wings then you should be praying for this year's Super Bowl to go into overtime. Buffalo Wild Wings is promising customers free chicken wings in Super Bowl 54 between the Chiefs 
and the 49ers goes in overtime. If the big game goes past the fourth quarter, the company says that customers can get one free order of the snack-sized boneless or traditional chicken wing. Uh, the chief's, the restaurant chain's chief marketing officer, Seth Freeman, said in the press release, quote, more football and free wings? And that's something all football fans can get behind and root for on February 2nd. But according to BetMGM, football fans have about a 10% chance of winning the free wings. This offer will run on February 17th from 4 to, uh, from 4 to uh, 7 p.m. The more you know. Uh, and finally, this afternoon, let's stick with the Super Bowl theme for a second. Because Volvo is making a big bet at Super Bowl 54. Instead of paying for a coveted commercial spot during the game, Volvo is offering to give away a million dollars worth of its cars. Now, what's the catch? One of the teams has to get a safety. Now, in case you don't know what a safety is, it's when a defensive player tackles the ball carrier for the opposing team in their own end zone, earning the defensive team two points. Uh, in Super Bowls in 2013 and 2014, each featured safety. Uh, you can take the bet by signing up for the sweepstakes online on their website. And con- contestants can build their own Volvo and submit a design online. Uh, winners will be randomly selected from the pool of entrance. Uh, Volvo says the giveaway celebrates one million lives saved by Volvo for safety innovations. Now, that's something that we can all get behind. WKRB News Time is now 2.57. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Final check of your rail conditions. You're heading out to the subway right now. You're 1, 2, 4, 5, 7, FMJL trains on the Staten Island Railway. They have midday planned work on them until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. Check posters and stations. Use the MyMTA app or check mta.info for more information. And trains, uh, flooding protection through the spring of 2020. Last stop, 86th Street. Use a D, F, or Q train for service to and from Coney Island. Uh, Grand Central Shuttle still has accessibility work until 2022. Track 1, out of service. Tracks 3 and 4, available. Use the 7 train or the M42 bus on the street level for faster service on 42nd Street. Other than that, all the other subways running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast this afternoon. We'll have mostly sunny skies. Our highs will be around 38. Tonight, we'll have mostly clear skies. Our lows will be around 31. Tomorrow for your Thursday, we'll have mostly sunny skies. Highs around 44. Friday, we'll have partly sunny skies. Highs around 46. And then Saturday, we'll have some rain and snow in the early morning, then changing the plain rain in the afternoon. Our highs will be around 44. Currently outside right now, 36 degrees and sunny. Humidity at 40%. Winds are south at 2 miles per hour. 36 degrees, we're going up to 38 this afternoon, only to fall to 31 this evening with those mostly clear skies. Our thought for today is from Dame Agatha Christie, an English mystery writer. Born in 1890 and died in 1976. Our thought for today is, I know there's a proverb which says that to err is human. But a human error is nothing to what a computer can do if it tries. 
I will let you guys ponder on that, as we say. In the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Wednesday, January the 22nd, 2019. 2020, excuse me. <laughs> That's the update on this Wednesday. I'm Brandon Chewley. We appreciate you joining us this afternoon. Helping your new helping your news is helping your news is good news off of illness, off the road for a spell for all of us here at WKRB. Make sure you have a great rest of your day. You can finally take off the heavy coat starting tomorrow. Our temperatures will be uh, in the 40s. Honey, I'm bringing home last season's couch, so uh, tell your parents they don't have to sleep on the lawn furniture anymore. Have a good rest of your day, everyone. I'll see you back here tomorrow.